Hey guys, welcome back to Something Social Podcast. We're your hosts, the James Curls. I'm Mo. And I'm Nay. And we hope you're ready to join our conversations about dating, relationships, love, and just general adulting. For more content, event updates, or to contact us, you can follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at The James Curls. And our podcast Instagram at Something Social JC. Enjoy. Bye. Hey y'all, welcome back. Hi. Long time no see. <laughs> We're embarrassed because we have been gone for like six weeks. I was gonna say two months, but yeah, six weeks sounds about right. Yeah. Sorry about that. Um life happened. Yeah, life literally happened. Um, I think a few days after our last recording, um our cousin passed away. Mm-hmm very suddenly and we were not functioning properly. I wasn't. Before that happened, well, when we first started doing podcasts, we said that we were gonna batch content. We were gonna have a bunch of episodes because literally I took like a little, remember that mini class I took? Mm-hmm. I took like a little free like mini class on it. And that was like her number one suggestion. She was like, make sure that you batch content because you never know life happens and you need to make sure that you have your episodes. We were doing okay. Out. We were doing okay for a while. We were, but we did not have any episodes to get out. <laughs> well, so needless to say, here we are six weeks later. Six weeks later. Um, I think part of that was because we didn't make time to like record and stuff mm-hmm. because we had content. We just right. didn't record it. Um, but just stuff was happening. Um, we were still, so our cousin passed away suddenly, like right after the, the James Gang Giants episode, Mm -hmm. mom, things were still a a thing that Mm -hmm. were happening. That was happening. Um, and we've been working nonstop. I don't know. I mean, I've been, I've been kind of busy myself. Um, overworked and underpaid but they yeah it's testing season at my job you know so I'm the testing coordinator fortunately and it's COVID season and at everybody's job and I am the COVID tester so yeah we've been in go mode for quite some time we're always like oh my god it's Thursday and we don't have an episode to put out literally six (laughs) times six times (laughs) So, I was like, why are we like this? Do we, are we still doing this? It's terrible. And you know, shout out to Creators Are Essential. I remember they had an episode about when you're getting to that point of like not being consistent, like how you have to just keep going. Yeah, so, it was really tough to build our momentum back mm-hmm. to even just do this. You see, I attempted to even just try to do my hair. I did. And you see how that turned out. <laughs> It's cute. It's like a little cotton ball. I feel like I'm your dream girl. Yeah. I'll make you happy. Anyway. (laughs) Y'all know y'all missed us. Come on. At least two people did. Yeah, I I can (laughs) confirm two people. I can confirm. I don't know about the other person actually, but one person for sure has been like, where y'all at? Like, like, yeah, I've been waiting. waiting I'm like, should we call this season three? Because like, we are on the show with us. Anyways, we bet. So we felt like it was appropriate to actually call this episode, or not call this episode, but to center this episode mm-hmm. around burnout. Because there was actually a point in time where 
I know she was overwhelmed. I was overwhelmed. And, and on top of that, we were overwhelming ourselves. Like, like we have just such pressure to do this, but overwhelming ourselves with this also. We were like, Oh my God. And we didn't even record Mm -hmm. again for the sixth time. And you know what? (laughs) We did. We just felt like it was appropriate because it needs to be talked about amongst ourselves and um, amongst everybody else. Cause everybody's burned out. Everybody's freaking burned out. I feel like this is a season of blah so mm-hmm. blah is a really good description so obviously every time we have any kind of um discussion about any specific word or any specific like what is that called like a phrase or something like that we we define it based on you know urban dictionary or webster or whatever the case is mm-hmm. just to kind of so that we're all on the same page with what it actually means because we might all have different ideas but I got this off of Google. Um, so burnout is overworking to the point of exhaustion. It's a state of emotional, physical, and mental exhaustion caused by excessive and prolonged stress. That's what exactly I thought it was, but mm-hmm. they put it in a pretty box. Um, and it occurs when you feel overwhelmed, emotionally drained, and unable to meet constant demands. So there's like no breaks. Right. It's... You, we, no breaks. <laughs> um, and it's most often related to uh, work stress and job stress. And I didn't, I, didn't, I don't think I realized that until we were doing this. I was like, you know what? It is. Because like most people that get burnt out are burnt out from work. Mm-hmm. But <clears throat> this is the first year that we're going through COVID. And it did say that it could be, it doesn't have to necessarily be from work stress. It could be when you're just feeling overwhelmed or emotionally drained, which a lot of people are particularly during this phase of transition. Oh my gosh, the change. Yeah, and you know what? I could see, I mean, I can't relate, but I can see people being burnt out from parenting. Um, cause homeschooling. Homeschooling, just being a mom mm-hmm. in general. Um, our cousin, yeah. um, whose husband was the one that passed away, I talked to her the other day and she was just like, I'm so so tired she has a three-month-old baby and how old is trip five mm-hmm. i always say a number underneath and a five-year-old and she's like i'm just so exhausted all the time especially being that her husband um passed so she's not getting the help that she right. used to get um middle of the night feedings and changes and stuff like that and so she's just like i'm, I'm just like I'm just burnt out because it yeah. never stops. It's just go, 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 go. And I mean, thankfully we have a tight-knit family, so they help her and they jump in. But I can definitely see how parenting, especially, you know, parenting, parenting is a full-time job. Grieving, going through a pandemic, mm-hmm. you know, like there's so many, it, it's just a snowball. Yeah. Um, and everybody's got their own situation. Um, I mean, that's kind of like a horrible one. Um, but there's other subsections of, burnout as well um so some of the triggers and this is mostly because it's what we can relate to Mm -hmm. it's mostly geared toward work burnout um but I also looked up some triggers as far as like how do you know if you're becoming burnt out um unreasonable time pressure at work they're giving you deadlines they're throwing all the Mm -hmm. stuff at you I can oh my gosh I can relate to that they threw close to 2,000 samples at us 
in a short time frame, and we had to run them a specific way. And the way that we were running them only allowed 44 at a time. And I'm like, this turnaround time ain't gonna work. <laughs> and it was for a very special client. How many total did you have? To do? We were supposed to get 1850. I don't know how many. <laughs> and they were like, you have two days to turn them around. <clears throat> No, we don't because we do 44 at a time and it takes like an hour and change per 44. <laughs> so no, we not like, and this is with three, <laughs> with two and a half shifts. Anyway, it was just completely unreasonable. We're wildly understaffed because Florida has ridiculous licensing requirements and they will not allow people to touch samples unless you are licensed in Florida, which would be okay if everybody in the country had to have the same requirements, but they don't. Florida's one of like five. And we don't wear masks no more down here. So. And mean, these we people, do, but I don't know who's supposed don't. to be saying this, but these people are, this particular client was exclusive to cruise ships. So these people were literally at sea until we can get them these results. And I felt terrible because I'm like, this has nothing to do with the personnel. But y'all just putting all this pressure on us. And I had a, I had a full-blown meltdown. We also had a reconstruction of our management at that time, reconstruction of our entire laboratory. We had inspections happening at the same exact time. And there was only two of us running these samples. <laughs> and I was about to pull this little fro out my head. So <laughs> unreasonable time constraints. I relate, like... Mine probably came from... Um, well, all year. I have time restraints throughout the whole year, which are fine, but this year was just a new way of doing things for schools and um, we're still testing. So um, <laughs> yeah, so I had to pretty much test all of our students. I mean, not me personally, but schedule it and plan it for all of our students within where we have a month. I mean, we test every day in May, so. And then we have like a week left of school in this summertime. So testing and then the students that are absent, you know, you got to do the makeup test. It's just a lot, you know, and I'm one of one at my school. So I'm one of two. Yeah. <laughs> We're important. <laughs> I do get a little help, but it's still too much. It's a lot. Um, another one is lack of communication and support from manager. Mm -hmm. I always have a story for every single thing, but I'm just going to water it down for this and, and say this. Let's just say that my manager got the ax during inspections because <laughs> he was straight up trash and they finally pointed it out. The, uh, you know, state inspectors. Yeah. So he got, we, that's why I say management got reconstructed because he just, and me and him didn't get along and it just was a mess. Um, and I don't know, karma's just a funny thing. A heck of My a... management is okay. I don't really have a problem. I mean, he doesn't. But do you feel it's supported? A Verbally. That don't count. <laughs> I, I think he's used to us doing everything. Yeah, so, so a man. <laughs> I mean, now, now I have a, a, a um, my supervisor now is, I love him. He's my, he actually was my work husband. She actually goes to work on Saturdays for him. Because he's just, I would, I never want to leave him in a bad position. And you know what? That's what good management does. And he fights for his people. And he was just one person that was working alongside us. 
and he got promoted because he knew what he was talking about and I'm glad. So my work husband is not now my boss. <laughs> Whatever. Um, <laughs> so I work for a very interesting company. Anyway, um, lack of role clarity. I know exactly what uh-huh. I'm supposed to do. Oh, no, no. Go ahead. What you're supposed to do or what you do? I know what I'm supposed to do. What I There's do. There's so many like moments where you can have a, that's not in my job description. Oh my gosh. Um, conversation. I, and I do very often, actually. I'm like, I don't do that. You need to talk to so-and-so. Mm-hmm. <laughs> or my favorite. That's above my pay grade, but okay. Yeah, above my pay grade. Mm-hmm. That's definitely a, a management issue. Is this counseling or is this behavior? Um, I mean, is this like a discipline issue or, a, you know, therapeutic issue? We need to decipher the difference because yeah. I do counseling. <laughs> and I run samples. Stop coming to me to solve problems. Stop coming to me to freaking do whatever it is that everybody, I, ha- I feel like I have like four hats. It's calming down yeah. now that management is changing, but my previous manager expected <clears throat> me to have eight hands. And I literally got into it with him one time and told him I'm not an octopus. So, <laughs> but I think the problem is because we are hard workers, like I and know we make their job I easy. can do, I can probably do, I mean, at the expense of my own stress and my own mental health, I can do the job, you know what I'm saying? Like I can do, I can take on, like if you ask me an extra, like in the middle of testing season, he asked me to make a flyer, my boss. And I was like, a flyer, like I have so much to do. Like, I can't, I don't have time to go on Canva right now. But I mean, I I found a template and I threw the, so, you know. Like you could have did that though. Anybody could have done that. You got more time. Oh no, I'm not saying you, I'm saying him. You got, you got more time. She probably would have no idea how to do that. But any person, any other person. You know how much stuff the they throw at us that. that we don't know how to do, but we figure it out because guess what? They throw oh, it at us because we don't know how to do it or they don't know how to do it. So they're like, hey, true. can you handle this and figure it out? Because they and know then, we can do everything. Yeah. And then I'm but saying, like, I don't have we time. We should not be doing everything. My favorite, my favorite thing now is I'm one of two people. We used to have a larger team. I'm one now of two people and they're still throwing things at me that does not involve running samples. I'm like, I legitimately, like, I can't even say this anymore. Literally, I don't have time to do anything besides running samples. What do you want me to do? You want me to run these samples or you want me to do all this other stuff? My issue is I do things that are not really counseling related, like testing, for instance, like that takes up so much time because I don't even know how to explain how much time it takes up because I get you know, three grade levels test, I have to sticker the books with every student's name, like every single book. And that's not just like a reading test, that's reading and math for third and fourth and fifth grade. And then it's like science for fifth grade and writing for fourth and fifth grade. Like, imagine how many stickers have to sticker the books, sticker the books. Like, <laughs> so Licking over smearing. these test books and boxes, like, uh, so as soon as I, I box them up and I ship them out, I even told my coworker the other day because we're supposed to count the books make sure we have the exact amount I was like look it's in God's hands at this point I'm not <laughs> it's counting above me books. Now. I'm not ca- it's above me I'm not counting anymore I'm just shipping them out <laughs> it's such a mess it's a lot it is I a hate lot. like disorganization I feel like my company's getting it together a little bit better now that we have different management in place and he doesn't come to me and expect me to just do random stuff like he makes sense because he's logical. supposed to be doing yeah yes and because he was one of because me he did and the he's job. on yeah. the floor. 
Yeah. So, I mean, it's, it's yep. getting better. I can see it improving, but my goodness, it was rough. The time during those six weeks that we disappeared, um, <laughs> I still had different management. So I was still like, and I would much rather do the things I'm supposed to be doing. Like people asking to see students because of like, you know, family concerns or whatever. And I'm like, I have to stick a test books. Like I can't, I, I literally can't like by the time my day, plus like the other things I have like scheduled into my day, I'm like, I, I, I honestly like, you're not an octopus. I can't even, but I feel bad because that's what I'm, I'm there for. But you're not an octopus. Don't be a spork. Do you remember I no spork? spork. I'm good at everything. We'll come back to that at just the tip. Don't be a spork though. Um, unfair, before we get around, unmanageable workload, 1800 samples, 44 at a time. That, I'm not, I'm not going to say anything else. I'll say a ratio of one to 785 students. Boom. That's it. <laughs> Do we even need to finish the rest of this episode? Now y'all see, y'all probably like, yeah, dog, just go take a nap. No, I have, co I have colleagues that were like i'm leaving elementary school because it's too much it's too much y'all need more than one counselor like this we is do. crazy for that many kids we do That's i mean it would be manageable if i was able to counsel like if i didn't have other duties but i mean um mine would be manageable if we had more staff but there is such a world short like a literal world shortage of um, workers <laughs> of people who can do what i do um, or people who want to work or who want to work or people who are licensed because I don't know if they're having the same shortage in Texas, in Georgia, in you know Tennessee mm -hmm. and other places where there's no little to no regulation on that aspect. But in Florida, these people gonna have these people having to come up out their pockets to get for me to come for me. You better come correct. That's why I tell them at a job, I'm like, listen. Somebody just offered me a ten thousand dollar sign on bonus. Get it together. Just kidding. I don't say that. Like, go to work, girl. <laughs> I don't say that. I don't say that. But I be thinking it because I'm like, um, we. That's why we're so understaffed. We can't find nobody, and the people mm -hmm. that we find, we can't keep because they find something better. Yep. These people are paying big bucks. Um, not the people I'm with, but the people as a whole. Um. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm decent. I'm fine. I'm not complaining. Um, unfair treatment. I don't think I get treated unfairly at work. I do. And I don't understand why. Because the mouth that I have is reactionary. Well, it gets dark. Not with this lipstick. Don't do that. <laughs> uh -huh. I know. I notice it like depending on if I turn, if I look at you. No, not that time. Okay. But you had to take the eyes with it. I don't want to look at you anymore because I don't know what the back of his head doing. And it also got dark. Oh, it did. And we're back. Okay. <laughs> All right. Anyway, <laughs> we digress. Um, yeah. So unfair treatment. I've for the last like two or three jobs that I've gone to, for some reason, I've been treated unfairly. I'm I'm finding um <laughs> I'm trying to find rationale behind it because I'm actually a very pleasant person. Um, and even my, my coworkers can co-sign to that and, they're, and they see the unfair treatment every time that it's happening. They're like, I don't know why this is happening to you. Like, why? You're not rude. You're very professional. You go out of your way to try to it's make sure the job is done. I, I just can't understand. 
to be fair, the people who have un treated me um, unfairly have been probably intimidated because I almost got the supervisor position. I think that's what it is. Or a supervisor position, I should say. Um, the one before that, she was just, she had black woman syndrome, which we'll talk about on another one. Put a pin in that one. I didn't see the episode. Um, but yeah, I, I felt for a while that I was being treated unfairly. I feel like the tables are turning now a little bit, but with the previous person that I was under, I for sure was blatantly being treated differently than my counterparts. And it was disgusting. Mm -hmm. And we got into it many times, many, many times to the point where I was like, well, I'm just going to go ahead and finish out, you know, everything I need to do for my license and find a new job. Um, but started working out in my favor. So. I feel like the workload at my job is, um, I mean, we all do different things. So it's hard to compare it, but I do feel like when extra work is given, <laughs> it's distributed equally. <laughs> I don't think that, like, I don't think I get the brunt work. I think it's distributed pretty evenly. I think because when I started, I didn't have a license and I was doing, I was like the catch-all and I was doing a bunch of stuff that wasn't what I'm doing now. And when I did get my license, my role didn't change clearly. It wasn't a clear cut. So I still had people coming to me for X, Y, and Z. And then they started coming to me because they trusted me. And they were like, well, I know that you're going to get it done. That's why she needed to be a supervisor. Her cred credentials won't allow it right now. <laughs> yeah, I need a few more years experience. The one, the supervisor I wanted to apply for like was discontinued that certification. I was like, that's a thing. Anyway, so now I need more years of experience than I have. Maybe like two more, I think. Yeah. Kind of all right. Um, In due time. By then, I'm not sure. I don't know if I want to even. She will, because she's going to still be tired and burnt out. <laughs> yeah. And, and being a supervisor is even worse. And I have to manage people on top of being tired and burnt out. <laughs> and then get yelled at. Yeah. So I think part of that is because of being an essential worker. Um, it's just nonstop, like even during a pandemic when some people had a break and I'll include myself in that because even though we were working, we were still home, um, which may be stressful for some people. Like I can imagine teachers and parents. When you were home and you were taking care of mom. True. So you were a parent essentially. That's true. So it was very stressful. Um, <laughs> but yeah, just nonstop working. Don't you do it. Don't you do Is it. Is your phone on mute? I mean, your computer on mute? I guess. Sorry, you're getting a phone call. Um, yeah, so, you know, essential workers that are currently working through this state of change and just dealing with everything that we're going through that's different from normal, <laughs> normal, what yeah. used to be normal, um, can cause burnout. I was talking with my line sisters the other day and they were t saying like, they just felt blah. Like they just didn't want to do anything. They didn't want to work. They don't want to go out. They don't want to do anything. And it's like, it's just a feeling that you get from being in this situation. Like, even if you're, whether you're working or not, it's just, you know, yeah, the emotional burnout. Yeah. Um, being, being essential. I never stopped going to work at all. I never got to stay home. I was in a laboratory. Um, before I got the COVID job, I was working at a pharmaceutical laboratory and they were trying to, I, I'm assuming, come up with, you know, they, they 
manufacture vaccines. So I'm mm -hmm. assuming they were trying to throw their hat into the Pfizer, Moderna and all that other stuff mix. In the meantime, I never got a break. Um, I never had to stop going. The only thing that changed for me was the traffic, which actually was super helpful. I miss that. Um, but yeah, and then I got the COVID job and I was working these long, crazy hours and I'm constantly exposed to um, not just other people, but I'm constantly exposed to the actual viral RNA for COVID, <laughs> um, the swabs, like the raw, you know, nitty gritty of it, which made it really difficult because being caretaker for mama after she had, you know, her situation um, with her ankle um, and, you know, was still healing from the knee and all this other stuff. Um, it was really, it's really difficult to kind of be out in the elements and, and do the job that I do and come home and try not to touch her, yeah. but also like help her do things. So I don't know. It was just, it was just a mess. Um, but and yeah, now that I'm in school around all those kids, I mean, but yeah. we're vaccinated. So thank God. Okay. Yesterday um, was our two week. And yeah, that's a whole nother story in itself. Cause whatever but yeah we was laid like out from that i feel like we were supposed to actually record that day that we were laid out maybe uh, and every other day before and after that um yeah. <laughs> i mean but I, yeah we had plenty of time to counteract that and we didn't but that day i had nothing planned i had nothing like and i just was like okay we're just gonna stay home lay low whatever but i was yeah. like <laughs> drooling I couldn't even move it was like took a 24 hour nap yeah what do you know happened to that day um but I mean we made it but yeah we're just constantly exposed to she's constantly exposed to germs I'm constantly exposed to freaking coronavirus um <laughs> I'm working a lot I'm working I mean it it fluctuates but there's times where like I've worked six days for the last two weeks um and and long hours for the last you know two weeks prior I had been working like tens and twelves mm -hmm. and I was just exhausted yeah. I was just like non-functional so I mean my day is not that long. I mean my day is I work before care so I start at seven I end at four but it's still not yeah it's not long but it's exhausting because just as exhausted as parents are with their four hours with their children after school i am with them for like seven hours in the day and it's a lot a lot of kids and a yeah. lot of different personalities <laughs> but i wouldn't trade it for the world yeah that's cute yeah i like what i do i i like what i do i just um i'm glad i don't have to be as paranoid about it my mm -hmm. hair is actively exploding Mm -hmm. I said all right because you keep touching it it's getting in my eye um <laughs> sorry um so a little well before that do you feel burnt out do you feel like you're um I at this moment no because I'm at the end of like yeah all the hence why anxiety we're I had but um I definitely can see where I've been burnt out this year um, I don't, I don't think I feel, I, I don't feel like I'm just like sitting here, like I'm burnt out. Like I don't feel the burnout until I come home from work mm -hmm. or I get a weekend to myself and I can't move. Yeah. And, and so don't want like, to, you don't want to do yeah. anything. I'm like, I'm off today. I'm just going to relax. 
relax and not yeah that's go out I want to just stay in my bed that's (laughs) how I feel I'm just like I'm I'm I turn into a potato or burrito because I just (laughs) I mean a potato you just you're just a potato you're just a lump of matter (laughs) um but yeah I come home from work and I'm just like 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 a battery I need a battery pack and then I blink and then I'm at my job again. And I'm like, yeah, how does this Monday? Look? Yeah, like tomorrow. Anyway. Um, so I just put together a little mini science lesson because that's what I do because I'm a nerd. Um, as far as stress and burnout is concerned, how it affects your brain. Um, it enlarges what's called the amygdala, which is a tiny little structure in, in the middle of your brain. And that's your control center for your emotions. Mm-hmm. So um I am actually working on a book that I've been working on over the last few years, but because life is happening every year, um, it just keeps getting pushed back further and further. But I said that because I wanted to include some information about the amygdala because I really just, I love that little structure. It's the cutest thing, Um, (laughs) but it controls the mood and I'm a very temperamental person. So I'm like, and it controls like your anxiety and it controls like your, just your emotions and stuff like that. And I'm just like, that needs to be a big part of my book because that's a big part of my life. I digress. Um, <laughs> so if it enlarges your amygdala, it means that your moodiness is going to probably increase. <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, <laughs> so it's likely that, you know, you can get a little temperamental when you're burning out also, um, just like a short fuse, which welcome to my life. Um, (laughs) It also ages your brain when you are burning out and when you're under a lot of stress and pressure. Um, And it thins what's called the prefrontal cortex, which is obviously in the front of your brain. The cortex is just those two fat lobes of your brain. Um, And the prefrontal cortex is actually the control center for your cognitive functioning. So your decision-making becomes poorer and poorer. You have a short temper your impulsiveness. So my students about flipping their lid. Oh Lord, you gotta show them. No, I don't even remember how to do it. I gotta practice it. It's something with the the brain hand. I mean, you flip your lid. Yeah, it's oh. when your prefrontal cortex and your amygdala are not communicating properly. Oh really? Yeah. Oh, okay. Fun fact. I knew <laughs> I knew about the prefrontal cortex part. I, anyway, um, I say that we say the thinking brain and the feeling brain. But yeah, you know, bring down for this. little children. <laughs> um, yeah, so poor decision making. I always talk about um, the ability of people, like the the age limits, the age restrictions that they put on people for like drinking and smoking and renting a car and stuff like that, because your prefrontal mm-hmm. cortex doesn't develop until you're past, generally past a certain age, um, and that age is like twenty five or something like really old. And that's why they put age restriction. I mean, it's old for your brain to still be developing, yeah. you know? Like you would think that it would be developing your four, but um, <laughs> no. not so much. So teenagers and like 21 year olds, like college students and stuff like that, they're all impulsive because they're not fully matured. They're not fully developed. Um, and the same can happen when your freaking crap is thinning. Mm-hmm. And then you just become like this crazy person. Oh no! Did that just cut us off? I don't think so. Why are you talking? I don't know.
We're still here. Are we still recording? Yep. Okay. Ignore that. Well, our dad is stopping us right now because he wants food. I told him, I text him. Anyway. Yeah, now's the feed. Okay, so that's, let's talk about that for a second because that's also part of burnout. I'm done being a parent to my parents. I legit, I don't have kids <laughs> for this reason. It's until. Um, anyway, attention, attention and concentration, part of your prefrontal cortex. You start like, you know, spacing out, getting brain fog, your memory starts being affected. Like all that stuff is, is, um, can be regulated by that part of your brain. And if it's thinning, your junk is running out. You need to figure that out. <laughs> you need to counteract that. Um, stress can lead to a lot of medical and health, uh, mental health disorders, obviously, anxiety, high blood pressure, heart attack, stroke, arrhythmia, um, which is just like irregular heartbeat, uh, musculoskeletal tension and stiffness in your neck. You wake up and you be like, well, I can't move. Oh my God, my neck was You got stiff TMJ. Yeah, I had to massage this girl every night for like a week. And then I went to get a massage and I was like, I need another one next week because it still was hurting. Yeah, that was like a couple weeks ago. So yeah. And you don't realize it. You don't even associate it with stress, but you're so tense all the time. Like I have this nasty habit of grinding my teeth in my sleep. My dentist was like, you need a mouth guard because you're not going to have any teeth in your head after a while because I'm just constantly all night like... So <laughs> grind mode, I'm on, I'm on grind mode. Yeah. So, I mean, just like, and wake up and I, I just before this, we started recording this, I did something and my mouth popped and it was like, sorry, my TMJ's acting up and it sounds really weird, but anyway, all of that, um, prolonged cortisol in your system. Um, cortisol is just like a stress hormone basically. Um, can lead to health issues. And that just means that you're constantly in fight, fight or flight. It's like your adrenaline. Um, mm-hmm. It's what controls like your adrenaline pumping through your body when you're in fight or flight mode. And if you're constantly releasing cortisol long-term, you have all types of issues. Your gut becomes inflamed. Then it gives way to like all types of like different um, different stuff like headaches and mm-hmm. brain fog and like all this like weird stuff. So like, it, and it weakens your immune system too. So we'll need that in COVID. Like, really? I mean, unless you vaccinate it. But um, no, seriously, you don't, it's just not a good look. Like, there's so much that can go wrong. I was reading on Instagram these memes, or not memes, but I guess they were like pictures of tweets. And it was talking about how um, this one person was like, my, one of my best friends just died this morning from stress. Wit had a stroke, like, in her 30s and just died because she was so stressed out. Yeah, like stress can kill you. They always say stress can kill you. And that's the scariest part because it's like, I don't even feel like I'm stressed out sometimes. Mm-hmm. And until like how I said before I come home and then I'm like, yeah. Or like I've had a pounding headache for like a week. That is what's scary about it is that sometimes you don't realize how stressed you are. Yeah. Well, I mean. So how do you know when you're getting to that point of burnout? Like what are some of the signs well, some of my signs, I get, I get really irritable and I get moody for sure. I probably get emotional, cry for no reason. <laughs> I cry, but I also do a lot of like this, a lot of this. 
I can see myself getting here. First of all, a lot of this. <laughs> um, abusing food and alcohol could be a sign. If you constantly want to go, let's go have a drink. Have wine every night. Yeah. <laughs> I like messed up and bought like eight bottles of wine the other day. I had to carry them out in a case. I was like, well, that's embarrassing. <laughs> <laughs> Losing interest in your day period, but um, getting up in the mornings, not wanting to do anything, getting started with the day. Yeah, hating Mondays is a good start. It's like, uh, it's Monday. I have to go to work again. You know, that's such a bad... Uh, I have to know. get out of the habit. People, first of all, I hate when people say, how are you? That bothers me. Because it automatically applies. Good, I'm fine. Yeah. Hey, I'm great. How are you? It's like, I don't, I've stopped answering falsely. If I'm not having a good day, I'm like, today sucks, but I'm here. So I have to get into the habit of, um, cause every time somebody asks me, I notice that I'm always like, I'm here. Yeah. And I'm like, wait, I need to be more than just here. Cause are you really here? There's more to life. I'm not really here. I'm not really here. And there's more to life than being just physically in a building. So your sleep habits can be affected and you can have physical issues. Like, like she was describing with headaches, irritable bowel syndrome, like your gut issues, um, brain fog, being tired, alopecia, you know, all types of, <laughs> all types of foolishness. Yeah, I tend to wake up in the middle of the night and it's really annoying. But now I that I've started don't working out more, my sleep has, my sleep quality has improved better and so has my mental health. So that was really important for me to get back into the gym, even though I'm still inconsistent. But that's because of work. Anyway. So how to combat it? Perfect segue. Because segue. you have to take care of yourself. Do less. And even when you feel like you don't have time, you have to take care of yourself. You have to make time to take care of yourself. So, you know, I always say people are like, oh, I don't have time to do blah, blah, blah. Like my coworkers, I'll be like, you have to make sure that you take care of yourself, especially teachers. Like, I'm like, you have to take time off or you know, even not time off, but sometime after school or something, do something for you. I don't have time to do that because well, I'm like, you probably be scrolling through Instagram for a solid 30, uh, 30 is being generous minutes. You have time, you have time. So you have yep. to make time for yourself because Instagram ain't healthy either. Your drive to work. I'm sure the people you follow aren't that great. Yeah, seriously, and they're all lying. Um, your drive to work, that's usually when I have some like quiet meditation time, if I'm going to have it. Um, one of my pastimes that makes me happy is I listen to new music. I find new artists to listen to. Um, workout. Mm -hmm. Now that I'm back in the gym, all of my systems are, are regulating my bowels, my dang <laughs> sleep pattern, my appetite. Yeah, the gym um, got energy, me going again. That was my mental that. health. Everything, everything revolves around physical activity for me, and I didn't know that until my thirties. Anyway, <laughs> um, um, so yeah, do less. Also, just like generally, do less. Um, stop going above and beyond. Just kidding. Don't <laughs> don't listen to that. But stop also, doing too much. <laughs> if you're doing that much and it's also especially if it's being taken for granted because that can wear you down if it's not being appreciated properly um you know do less 
that and that's that's starting to become my philosophy i mean it depends on who i'm doing it for um because old management i was like i think i'm done here oh my my you know what my day is my day is ending at at 4 30. bye instead yeah. of being like we still have some samples to run you know nope night shift can handle it good night and i work from home a lot too so i have to manage that time like I'm like even if I have to I work from home so I don't have to do so much during the week which it's a never-ending cycle so I don't yeah know she's I do constantly it. working I don't even <sighs> I can't even understand this it's just a lot of stuff to do I mean I come home God, and like I three more weeks try the hardest that I can to start writing to like write for my book or for my blog I haven't uploaded anything for my blog in six weeks <laughs> at minimum and yeah you know what else you can do? Cuddle. Yes, cuddles. I have a blog about that conveniently. Shameless <laughs> plug, soflomo.me. Um, a blog about how physical touch is actually, um, you know, beneficial to your mental health. Mm -hmm. And it just like releases all these happy hormones. And the blog was actually about COVID because we couldn't cuddle mm -hmm. people or we shouldn't have people that we didn't live with. Meanwhile, we're the only ones not cuddling. <laughs> not cuddling. And Everybody that's why I wrote that because I was like, life. I miss people. <laughs> I miss you. People. And we were looking up different ways that you can combat it. And one of the things that we found was um, making a power statement and a to-do list. Checking off to-do lists is so satisfying. <laughs> Even if I it's to -do something that you want to do. Too. I have a to-do list on this freaking um this what you call a document it's a google drive document so when you, when you get a when moment you, check that out <laughs> i will and when you um make time for your self-care try to make it something that's routine because i was um we all have me her and my mom have like massages every month we have it scheduled, not scheduled, but we have, we pay for them every month. Yeah. That. And at one point I remember I was going every single month, like I would go get my massage and then schedule my next month appointment. But when COVID happened, you know, I kind of got backed up, which is good because now I get two hours, but you know, that's another story. But, um, I'm about to throw some hours at you. So she hasn't been using her hours, but I would tell her like, literally I would be dying. I'm like, Oh my God, I'm so tired. I don't know what's wrong with me, blah, blah, blah. And then it'll be like, Oh, I have a massage tomorrow. And it's just automatically in my schedule. So that definitely helps, especially if it's like something that's routine that you can plan on. I also do like 10 minutes of, at least 10 minutes of like meditation and mindfulness as soon as I wake up in the morning. Yeah, she's really good about that. Helps me. And you need to do it too, because I bought you the app. But yeah, it helps no, I, me. I usually do it when I'm like stressed out or anxious or something, which typically is in the middle of the night when I wake up and just randomly. But you should practice it not only when you're stressed but like as a daily habit because it gets you into you know we'll talk about that but um i'm trying to get her into mindfulness because even though it obviously works when it wants to for me um <laughs> it does i do feel like even like sometimes i learn from it just like oh like stuff about the brain like mm -hmm. things that i don't study typically that i learn from just like a quick mindfulness lesson like it just i don't know yeah. It's helpful. And now that I, it's a habit, even when it's one that I'm like, ah, oh, this really probably doesn't apply to me, but I still listen to it because it's like just a habit every morning. So that's cute. Yep. 
anyway, um, what is the tip? Just give us the tip. Just the tip is, like I told one of my coworkers, you need to take your time off and you need to use your days because when you die, if you die, them days go to waste. You will be replaced. <laughs> no hesitation. Yeah, seriously. I legit, my last company I worked for, um, while I worked there, there was probably about four people that died. And there wasn't, I know, that's a lot. Right? That is a lot. I'm glad I got out of there, actually. Um, but no, and, and we had a pretty big company. So it was like 100-something employees. So maybe that could also be, I don't know, it's a lot of people dying. Anyway, and that's not even, that was just in my time there. Anyway, um, one of them I was close to. And I got actually really upset because they didn't even send around an email saying this happened. They didn't mm -hmm. acknowledge. They didn't make any kind of announcement. They didn't, they didn't even like make an announcement for people to go to her services. Um, everybody, it's a, business. Who, it's a business, but you could, these people that are working for you are human beings and you could at least acknowledge when one of them die. And then, so like that, and then seeing, you know, coming through, cause I get, emails from indeed seeing her position come through on my emails was like really upsetting because i was like really like you ain't even tell nobody but i mean if you think about it from the business perspective like they can't wait for time to pass to refill those positions i mean and that's fair moving that's fair i but just wanted some sort of acknowledgement that she even worked for you this is why it's important for you to take care of yourself you don't even like because you care about yourself the most or you yeah. should if you don't, you should. Yeah. And you need to take care of yourself. Like, if I'm an owner of a company, I'm going to send out an email and say, you know, very sorry to inform anyone who doesn't already know. So the passing of so-and-so, um, contact this person yeah. if you're interested in sending flowers or mm -hmm. arrangements and this, and this, that, and the other. We're really sorry to see you go. Yeah. I hope everybody, you know, thoughts and prayers with everybody. So but when I think about that, like when I think about things that happen, not necessarily like a coworker that passed, but like somebody close to them, it's usually on, done on a smaller scale. Like maybe like a supervisor of that unit would send out something or okay, a close I'll take friend. That. I don't know. I feel, I feel like if I'm running the company, I feel like that would be that would be humane of me to do. But my my priorities are different. Than the problem is the people running the company don't know the people that are on the floor, so. Well, they know they died. You don't have four of your employees die in two less than two years and you don't know nothing? Somebody somewhere in HR should be like, oh, we're down this employee because they die. So do you want to send arrangements? Can you send arrangements? Can you at least send? Maybe they did. I don't know. I don't think they did. Because some of the people that were helping coordinate the services, which were some of her coworkers, she was good friends with them. Um, I heard nothing about any kind of acknowledgement from them, you know, from upper management. It's irrelevant. Take your vacation days, this. Yeah. Because seriously, I'm in this position now where there's two people running samples me and one other person and she's she's getting ready to go on like a short vacation that she feels so bad and I'm like listen 
I know you feel bad because when I had to take a week off from my mom, I felt bad too. But I was like, you got a life outside of here. So whatever doesn't get done is not anybody's fault, but you know, not necessarily even managers because they're trying to find people. But I mean, you can't expect to just turn your life into somebody else's business. Right. Because you feel bad. No, go live your life. Right. If I don't worry about me, I'll make it. And if I don't make it, then these samples ain't going out. Mm-hmm. And we don't care. Because guess what? They can't fire us. It's okay. <laughs> we, we can just do the best we can. And that's it. So yeah, take take time for yourself. Make sure you take time for yourself. Definitely prioritize yourself. Nobody else will. That's true. Yeah, nobody else ain't prioritizing me specifically. Maybe I don't know how y'all life is, but <laughs> I'm all I got. <laughs> and that's that on that. So <laughs> period. So. Um. So yeah. So we are officially back. Yeah. And we will be batching. <laughs> yeah. Lesson learned. Because, uh, yeah, we're we're back. So we will be um, consistently doing our Thursdays again. So stay tuned. Um, Do you want to call this season three or are we just not even doing that anymore? Doesn't even matter. No, doesn't matter. I, season two, I think only had like not that many episodes. But I mean, it's whatever. Yeah. Um, it's fine. So, yeah. So we will, we are back. So. Thank you guys for understanding and bearing with us. Assuming that you do understand and are bearing with us. <laughs> and if you're just joining us, welcome. Yeah. <laughs> this is your first episode. <laughs> Go back and watch the rest of them. We're a hoot. Um, yeah. All right. Well, that was fun. We'll see y'all next time. <laughs> we burnt out. Done. Y'all remember, and when we first started video recording these, we was like, we ain't gonna get done up and blah blah blah. And like, this is exhausting for me again. Because I try, it was because I tried to do something. Yeah, so, catch you on the next episode in t shirt. Literally, what was that? My nail. Oh. Okay, bye. Bye. Thanks for joining us. Remember, feel free to slide in our DMs with topics or questions you'd like to chat about. It goes down in a DM. Hey. It goes down in a DM. Hey. It goes down. Sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Your support really means a lot to us. Next time. (laughs) Bye, y'all.